everybody, how you doing? Welcome to another CarCast Pit Stop, and I am with the beautiful and wonderful Linda. Hello, hello. Nice to meet y'all, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> so what we were talking about as our conversations just go everywhere, which is amazing. So one of the things that we were talking about, we were talking about males, we were talking about females, and we were also talking about shadows and the idea and the concept of the shadow. Um, one of the things that you notice that I talk about a lot is the fact that our good and our bad are good. <laughs> it's all good. You know what I mean? Like all our stuff is good, the good and the bad, and that no matter who you are and where you are in life, that you're okay, that you're enough, that you have value, and that, you know, that every single aspect of you has a purpose and has a reason. So instead of me going so much into it, let's hear from Linda because she has really amazing insights on it. Yeah, so, um, you know, when it comes to the shadows or the concepts of the shadows, basically, if we go back quickly to the scientific aspect of it, it was the Carl Hung term, and it's essentially those aspects of ourselves that we try to hide or deny, right? Mm -hmm. And it's really tied to the shame, right? The shame of thinking that there's only a certain way of being in order to be accepted or not judged by the people we care about. And my whole belief or notion around the shadow is it's actually something that we should integrate and lean into it more. Mm. And the reason being is because the shadow is not there to reflect back to us anything bad per se. It's more so there to teach us something about ourselves. And it's a huge, huge component, right, yeah, yeah. to bringing us back to our whole selves. It's like we, if we don't lean into that aspect of ourselves, we are denying a huge portion of who we are. And that prevents us from really being in total alignment to who we are meant to be. Mm -hmm. And so with, with you know, any of the work, any of the discussions I, I have with people is I'm always encouraging people to really change their relationship to the, 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 the facets of them they believe they're, that people wouldn't accept about them, right? The, the things that they feel like if they were to reveal or surface to, especially the people they care about, mm -hmm. they would be judged for. And because there's so much, there's so much to learn about ourselves when we do that. And those are the things that we need to have compassion for, for ourselves so that we can heal and then come closer into, you know, bringing about the life that we want, being more who we are, and unfortunately, um, it, it's, 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 it's a bit saddening to see how many people just carry the shame of, you know, I can't reveal this aspect of me, or I'm afraid of what people will think. And um, they carry this heavy weight, this, this heavy weight around with them. And you, either you can see it in their eyes or who they're being, or they're so dissociated from who they are. And then they're wearing these masks and before they know it, they don't even recognize that they're wearing the mask, right? And then the, their life has to crash for them to wake up, right? And I think that's happening to so many yeah. people right now, right? Oh, and, yeah. you know, there is a way to do it where we don't have to wait for that to happen. We can empower ourselves to do the work and to lean into those facets. But it's first giving ourselves permission to say that I'm not going to deny this part of me. I'm gonna see like how can I integrate it into my life in a way where I can accept it. Self acceptance is key to building our self worth and really having compassion for ourselves in the way 
even if we didn't get it from other people at a young age, to really kind of understand and say, okay, if there's something I believe that is horrible about myself, lean into that and go, why? Is that a conception that was told to me from a young age, or is that is that really the case, or is that more so a strength? Can it empower me if I were to utilize this aspect of myself, etc., etc.? So yeah, so that's my standpoint on it. Yeah. I, I think it's I think you hit on a lot of really good points. One of the really good points that you were saying is just like, um, don't be ashamed of it. Yeah. I know that me when I was growing up. Um, I went through because I did a lot of everything I put a lot of everything into my body at a very young age and that actually put me into a very deep down level of depression and it gave me some form of psychosis mm -hmm. and I thought everybody was talking to me and like I, I couldn't let people see who I really was and if they saw who I was before I knew who I was who would I be and it's just like it, it brought me to this level of like I couldn't breathe and I got so heavy and like what's wrong with me you know, why can't I be like everybody else only to realize that everybody else is asking the same question. Why can't anybody be like me instead? Right. Mm. So I, I definitely agree with them. And when it comes to those ideas of like mental health and mental health issues, it's like, it's like one of the things that I see, like after living in Asia for so long, it's like you have so many people, not just in Asia, but so many people committing suicide. That if you actually took all these people that commit suicide and you put them into the room and they told each other why they commit suicide, people would be like, oh, you too? Yeah. Be like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But instead, there's the shame, like you said, and there's the blame and then there's the hiding it and then putting on the mask and so many masks that you forget what my real face is and what happens if they see a part of me that I'm not ready to show. And it, it's so much that it, it really can take a lot out of, of a lot of us when really by showing more of who we are once we better understand each other people yeah. gives us that freedom mm -hmm. so my question for you here is those people that are at home that are like i don't want people to know uh, that, that they're so afraid to show more of who they are what would you say what would be a, a way for them to, to start mm -hmm. i would say you know first and foremost just taking time to do little things for yourself or more so yet yeah, like one of the things that I'm a huge advocate of is really harnessing self-love practices in a way for example like I'm a huge advocate for journaling right and and really just kind of articulating how you truly feel and finding an outlet right not keeping it within yourself right? so let me before you continue with this I really want to to define that one thing that you said what does what is self-love like what does that actually mean self-love is giving in my definition it's giving yourself permission to do the things that feel right to you without feeling guilty mm. about it right and i think that's really nice yeah and i think it, it's not necessarily about the act itself it's what are you doing that comes that brings you back to your heart mm. right and that is different for so many people out there like you know you'll hear things about like give yourself a bath <laughs> and those are things that are great i mean temporarily they're they're fantastic for bringing yourself back into a state of peace for and, sure and you know alignment but i think it's 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 a building a deeper relationship with, your, with yourself where you don't feel guilty yeah. for it and learning to continue that relationship learning to commit to that relationship and i think 
self-love also is about not betraying yourself mm. right i think it's not only with big things but small things like for example if you say i promise i am going to work out monday wednesday friday right or or even like i promise this week i'm going to um go outside and take a walk for 10 minutes those small things are a way to commit yourself a way to commit to yourself that shows that that sense of self-love that sense of commitment to self because by doing that you amplify your energy mm. where that shows other people how to treat you right everything comes back to how do you treat yourself right because your resonance sets the tone for how people treat you so um and i mean again i understand like self love is a term that is it's cliche but yeah. it's to me it's much much deeper it's really just a way for us to prevent ourselves from betraying ourselves so yeah i think that's really good and it, it's it's really once again you, you hit on a really good point it's the words that we use are very important yeah and the way that we use the words so when we say words and we implement what we say then there are words become stronger now in science they believe that it's the neural pathways that we continually to say something and do something and create new neural pathways in a spiritual way they say that the more that you do it the more you amplify your energy the more you create in this world then there is this other aspect of if you are just this vessel living on earth and all these entities are like oh my god there's all these people on earth who should i experience and you're saying your words and you're doing what you say and you're constantly living and having that human experience people are like i want to choose you like Elizabeth Gilbert, what I really love is when she wrote the, the book Big Magic. She I said, love that book. right? Yeah, yeah. She said that inspiration is an entity. And I like how she framed that because it's like inspiration will find you. And if you honor it, then more inspiration will find you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't honor it, it goes, you're not doing what you want. Exactly. And then it goes somewhere else. And then all of a sudden, there's people around the world, they're like, but that was my idea. Yeah. But that was my idea. Yeah. It was never your idea. Yeah. Inspiration tried to choose you. And you denied it yeah. so those are things that happen so back to where we're talking about the shadow so the first step before uh, we moved into yeah. um, self-love so what is that first step so you said a little bit of self-love and yeah so I mean it's really it, it come if we were to put it in a nutshell it's raising your self-awareness mm -hmm. of what what are the aspects of yourself that you're denying right because a lot of times people are like shadows what are you talking about but it's like no but you have to heighten your self-awareness to go okay let's be honest with my, let me be honest with myself are there aspects of me that I'm ashamed about if other people knew about me or am I perceiving myself one way or portraying myself one way out there that is not in resonance to who I believe I am mm -hmm. what are the common thoughts that I'm constantly bombarded with when someone let's say compliments me do I truly take that in or am I gonna think little things like that right and then from there, that self-awareness will bring you to a state of, okay, this is the lay of the land, this is the foundation. And then you can kind of move ahead and do something about it, right? Whether it's, you know, the unraveling process of reprogramming or reinventing your relationship with, mm. with the beliefs that you have. Um, and that's where the work is, right? We cannot, step, we cannot skip the step from, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I have issues, now I want to take action. Because what will happen is if you take action from a space of denial, a space of I'm cool, I'm okay, 
you will magnetize things in your life in congruence to the facets of you that you've suppressed. So you will start to see your world is in a complete dissociation and complete disconnection to where you want it to be and you will be going, I don't get this. Like, I want this, but I'm getting this. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge indicator that there's something within you that you're denying that needs to surface and, and be dealt with before you can magnetize that stuff. And, you know, I hate to break people's hearts here, but there's no avoiding work. You've oh, got yeah. to do the work. And, you know, yep. unfortunately, we live in a society where it's all about quick fixes, you know, shortcuts, and it's like, no, you've got to do the work, and there's no avoiding it. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the only shortcut yeah. you'll find is a shortcut to another shortcut yeah. that ends up taking you to another shortcut. And that. then yeah. all of a sudden you've been doing so many shortcuts that you've wasted. Yeah. You, not wasted, but let's say you've just done so many shortcuts yeah. that you end up doing the long run anyways. You'll end up right back to the point where if you continue along the continuum, you'll, you'll, you'll end up realizing, oh, I guess I have to do the work, right? Yep, yep. And you can either make it painful yourself for yourself or you can go, okay, you know what, let me just do the work right and so and it's not as brutal as people think I mean you actually again it's reinventing our relationship to the things that we feel will be work it's really you leaning into your your inner teacher and understanding oh like I this this aspect of me exists because of this mm -hmm. okay what is that telling me about myself interesting that is completely opposite to what I thought was going on or what I believed about myself what can I do to clear the gap, heal that, or whatever needs to be done? And I kid you not, I'm not just saying this, like I have lived it myself. Like when you start closing in on the gap between who you are within and who you are on the outside, your life will pivot in ways where you won't even be able to make logical sense out of it. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in energy and resonance, and I know that's all intertwined with it's, a, it's living in your integrity. Right, but again, you cannot do that without doing the work, and the work doesn't stop. It's not a destination you're you're going to it. Oh no, it, it just keeps on looking different. Yes, exactly, and it's like we have to again change our relationship to work. Like it's just a part of who you are, and, and honoring it, leaning into it, embracing it, and the work will actually help co-create the life for you. Right, um, and that's where I think people probably need the most help is kind of reinventing their relationship to those facets of themselves they kind of try to suppress or whatnot. So. I think one of the things that we were talking about that's really interesting is, so you start to do the work, but then you realize that because you've been not in alignment of your truth and not really showing who you are, comes the phase of my friends and yeah. my family and the people I surround myself with. Mm -hmm. I know when I was drinking, um, you know, I had all these friends because they were the supportive group of my drinking. And then when I put down the bottle, I'm like, I'm going to try one year, which is now about six and a half years. My friends are like, dude, I never see you anymore. Like, let's go out for a drink. I'm like, well, why don't we go to the library for a book? Mm. And they're like, no, I don't have time for that. It's just like, but so you have time if I do the things that you want to do. But if you, if, but for the things I want to do, you don't. Does it make them a bad person? It just means that we have different interests. Yeah. So when you start to ask those questions, like step one with the, the shadow, ask the questions, understand when you're in a situation, why did you get triggered? Why did you get upset? Did you get upset? 
write all this stuff down and start learning and create awareness of it and then start noticing all the places that you put yourself in because sometimes you might be getting triggered in a place that you don't even want to be in. Yeah. You might feel like, I don't feel worthy because that's not the place that gives you your worth, your understanding, your value. But how do you learn that? By asking questions. And you don't, and I say this so much because it's really a big belief, but you don't owe anybody anything. They were your friends by you moving forward. If you start to move forward to your passion, to your love, to your goals, to your things, and they don't follow you, then maybe it wasn't the friendship that you thought. Yeah, and, and that's part of the journey of when you do the work and you come more into your integrity and alignment, anything that is not in congruence to who you truly are will fall away. And another test that will come is learning to let go of what you know, the powers may be or the universe is trying to support you. It's trying to bring you into alignment and it's, it can't do it alone, mm. right? It needs your help. It needs you to empower yourself to say, okay, like now I'm not feeling good around these people. I'm not feeling good in these places and you will be tested. It will go, okay, now phase two is you need to prove, empower yourself. Now I'm showing you, now you're aware what are you going to do now? Are you going to lean back and revert back to the comfort of what you know? Or are you going to trust and let go? And it's not to say that it's easy. It's not easy, especially when there are people that have been in your world for so long. And it's not to say it's forever, too. I mean, they could grow and integrate and you guys could come back together, but in some form or fashion. But it's to say in the moment, life as you, as you are tested to come back into your alignment, your worthiness, your ability to stay in your worth will be oh, tested. Yeah. And I mean, I've lived it and it's like, you've got to go, oh, okay. Like you have to actually, that's where the self-compassion comes in. Cause you have to go, no, I actually deserve to be in healthy relationships. I deserve, that's exactly right. I, I deserve to like not be stressed around certain people. I deserve to feel like I can be myself and not feel bad about it. Right, and that's where the healing, the shame comes in. Oh, and yeah. You will start to realize, wow, like this is how my shame was perpetuated. This is how my self judgment was perpetuated. And a lot of times, it's hidden. It's hidden, and it comes out when you do the work. But again, it's there to guide you. It's there to teach you. It's not there to make your life a living hell in any no. way, right? It's there to to help you and clear things out of the way for you. But once again, there's a really good point that you get on. It's these things will happen again and again yeah. as you do the work to show you that you do have worth. It's not to show you that you don't have worth. It's to show you that you do have worth, that you do have value, that you do have a yeah. choice, that you can change it, that the same guys don't have to keep on appearing, the same girls, the same bosses, the same work. Because the more you're aware of it, the more you realize that you always had the power to change. And right now you do have the power to change and know that you do have value. And you know what? Maybe the way that you change will make you feel like you're depreciating with your group of friends, but it'll put you in a way that you feel like you're appreciating in every other aspect in your life. Mm -hmm. So to hold on to one thing because we think it gives us value, but not to really embrace ourselves takes away the value of what we really are. Mm -hmm. It really does. And it also, it's a testament to any one of us any one of our abilities to trust, yeah. right? It's very easy to speak about, yeah, I have no trust issues, but it's like, no, it's when, you know, lack of a better word, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
shit hits the fan mm -hmm. and it like it, it kind of comes to bear to our faces to say no how do you deal in in the space of things falling apart how do you deal when things are going really bad and like how are reacting to that right and so yeah I mean but it's cool because you said it's like I have no trust issues with anybody but no. myself. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'm good, I'm good. I love everyone. Everybody. I'm going to go home and cry. Yeah. Um, there, there are those yeah. moments that like we really need to understand. It's just like... So many people want to... This is, this is um, my belief that so many people want to be the light. They want to live in the light. They want to feel the light. But there's nothing wrong with the darkness. Because all the answers that we want are in the darkness. If you think about your dreams when you close your eyes, infinite possibilities of creation, and that's the darkness. Mm. And when we open our eyes, now we have the creation. We can start to create things. So when we start to embrace the infinite possibility of the darkness and the shadow, then we can start to create everything that we want to in the light. Mm. So it's like the things that were like, oh no, I, I, I was so stupid, I did something wrong. It's just like, no, you found an opportunity, you found something to change, you found a different, op like a different um, road to walk down. You're constantly, those moments that you might be self-blaming or hating yourself are actually opportunities to show you more ways to appreciate and love yourself. Absolutely, and I think for anyone who may find that even challenging to say, you know, oh, to think of all the bad things as being there for me or whatnot, like, you know, I, I would say to that, just start with thinking, leaning into anything, if anything is, anything bad is happening in your life right now, or there are people that are annoying you or pissing you off, rather than looking at them as like, oh, they're trying to live, make my life miserable and looking at them from a negative lens, switch your perception of mm. them to say, what are they there to teach me? Just start with that, right? So shift your, empower yourself to shift the dynamic, right? That's where your power lies, is to look at them and be like, no, they're not my enemy, they're my teacher. Mm. What are you here to teach me? And there sit with that. Just start with that. Love it. You, you don't need to do a million tools, you don't need to like start with all this like programming and all that, just start with that. And I kid you not, when you start embracing everything that way where everyone in your life good or bad is your teacher the way the dynamic in which and how you go about living will shift just from sh just from shifting your approach and, and how you look at things i really like that like the old saying that so many people have been famous of quoting is you change the way you look at things the things you look at change yeah and i like how you're giving everybody just such a simple thing it's just like when you're in that situation and you are hating and you are blaming or you feel lost or in shadow, if you can just take one moment and just try just for fun to reframe yeah. it, yeah. you might see that you're not in such a bad situation. You might be able to see that there's more power and more things. And in, in business, we used to do that to, to companies when we used to do trainings. It's like they come to the room and they're like, we have all the money in the world. We're like, actually, you don't. You actually, your million dollar budget is actually 1000 What are you going to do now? reframe think with a different way and they're like well we're opening up a restaurant be like well how can you open up a restaurant this was a fun one like so you open up a restaurant how can you open up a restaurant with no with no waiters and no menus mm, and oh, like, right <laughs> but that was a challenge that was more of a very challenging way but if you're like everything's bad my life is bad i'm so I'm such a mess up mother be like well actually 
let's take a moment and be like, if I'm messy, that means that maybe there's a certain way that I want to be that's cleaner. <laughs> what would that be? And if that means that for me to be cleaner, maybe that messiness was able to show me a lot more into me. So actually that messiness helped me become cleaner because now it's showing me more of what I don't want and putting me to more of what I want. You know, like the train of thought of just going yeah. and having fun with yeah. it and just being like, being, you know what, the one thing that I learned is the one thing that what makes things so difficult is we forget to be playful. Oh, well, that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole yeah, different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, it's true, though. It's if so you true. if you can't reframe it yeah. and you can't be able to change it slightly, go to a child and be like, "Hey, listen, this is what's going on in my life. What do you think?" And the child will be like, "Oh, go get some chocolate." Yeah, you know, it's like, "Oh, no, no problem. Go, yes. go do this." Yeah. And they say it with no hesitation, no judgment, and it's just straight up coming out. That when you do get into that time and you do get into those moments, have fun with it. Don't ha- like, don't hesitate. And if you need to sit with it, sit with it. Yeah. If you need time to sit with it, sit with it. But know that it's not you, but what it's trying to do is help you, guide you, and put you to that next level. So, I really like that idea. Yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 such a impactful way to not only empower yourself but to take take the situation and shift the energy dynamic mm. of it, right? Because a lot of times when we are thinking that person's my enemy and we're feeling helpless or whatnot, we're disempowered, right? And mm-hmm. so it's a very quick way to, again, bring the power back to you and go, okay, and it encourages you to build a relationship with yourself. So you're actually getting the information from within, which is that's the whole intent. All these things come into our life to bring us back more into ourselves. It's just a matter of how we perceive things. For sure. Yeah. I fully get it. And also, like, what, what's really enjoyable about the conversation is I've been through it. She's been through it. Yeah. And we're constantly going through it and we're constantly learning and propelling it and trying to understand this. It's That's why it's like, take your time, take your step. Mm-hmm. As, as Linda said before, sometimes the easiest thing is to follow your joy. Yeah. No, that, that's actually something I tell everyone I know is, like, basic, follow your joy. Follow the thing that makes you smile. Just start with that. If you start living that way, it has such a profound impact on the trajectory in which the things you pour energy into, what what decisions you make. Even you'll start to notice, oh wow, like this actually makes me feel like crap. Yeah. Oh, this makes me smile, or I'm excited to do this. And you start paying attention to how your body responds, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like subtle things like that. And it's really, you know, the practice of coming back into our whole or all of these spiritual signs or everything all it's trying to do is to really bring you back into that relationship of whole wholeness and it's not complicated right it's we we as human beings oh god we ever complicated yeah and so you know it, it's, it always starts with the simple like just simplify your approach and start there just start there so i think one of the things that people should do when you're feeling those moments or when you're into it just like find one thing that you're joyful for and Go do it. What is something that you can do currently now that will give back to you? Mm-hmm. Whether it's going for a run, whether it's journaling, whether yeah. you just need to shut off your mind and watch a TV show, like whatever it is, just just honor yourself, yeah. you know, and understand that like, be careful of the words that you're using on yourself. Self-compassion, yeah. 
that brings it back to you know the step one self-love self-compassion and coming into it it's it's really so important that like you are trying your best you are and it's and i i can totally understand it being a struggle for a lot of people to even think of and, and a lot of times people don't realize that they're they're not as loving as they need to be to themselves right more so maybe to other people than themselves or they put other people before themselves and and that's fine but it's it's like it's changing your relationship with not feeling like being i mean there's a term of selfishness associated with it but no it's like you cannot pour from an empty cup right and there is a reason why that term's so popular because you will deplete yourself and your inner resources so much that you won't even be able to be expansive enough to hold space for the people that you care about and you can only do that by pouring into the things that make you happy following your joy you know taking time for yourself having a practice and and you know that integrity of setting boundaries yeah. for yourself and that is a daily practice and it will look different every single day and that's why we're saying like it's just start simple start simple with the little things like like Aaron said taking a walk right or if you feel like a little pain to cross go across the street and get like a a cold smoothie or take you know what I mean like simple things like that that we overlook that we mm-hmm. think oh no we need to do the big things we need to do all these practices and all that to heal it's like no it's like how can you start listening how can you follow your joy now what can you do today to make yourself smile and then that accumulates if you consistently do that you will shift but it takes commitment it takes consistency and that is honoring ourselves and our commitment to self is a way to avoid us from betraying ourselves like you said it's a snowball effect yeah a little by little by little And the thing is, if you go three days and then you stop, yeah. but that's okay. You're yeah. not like, oh, I have to start from the no, beginning. No, just Take go the, with the flow. Yeah. Then, then try another day. Yeah. And like slowly, you'll you'll notice that there's going to be that slow progression that comes in it. But yeah. you can read these books. You can read the five steps, the 20 steps, the 30 steps. But you know what's the most important step is step one. Mm-hmm. Find ways to love yourself. Understand that your shadow is yours. Learn from it. Love it. Understand it. Grow from it. And then when you're ready, move forward and ask more questions. Find more ways to love yourself. Find more people to support the things you do. But this comes with a process and this comes with time. And this comes with you know better understanding and having more awareness into it. And we all have to start somewhere. And no matter who's listening today you've already started yeah you actually being here and tuning in and if any of what we said today resonated that means you're already on on the path to to integrating with Doing this great work. this is a, just another sign for you 100%. and we congratulate you for sure we're excited yeah. for you yeah yeah keep up the good work yeah for sure <laughs> well thank you so much for your time and everything pleasure, you're always. amazing yeah and um yeah thank you everybody i will be posting this on I'll be posting it a little later and uh, thank you for everybody that tuned in for the support, for the love and uh, until next time until next time